When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. It's Roycey Unchained, presented by Josh Arnold Investments. And somewhere in a room like five years ago, the brilliant, and I don't say this facetiously, the NFL marketing executives are brilliant. They're the ones that said, let's make a primetime special out of the schedule order in May, right? (laughs) That's right. Those same marketing executives got into a room, Pat, and they said, how can we spice up the first weekend of the playoffs? You know, wild card weekend, I got it. What if we call it? super wild card weekend and oh, put really? one of the games on Monday night. So we have three nights of football, football. on super wild card weekend. Doesn't that, uh, you know, doesn't that put the uh, Monday night team at a considerable disadvantage next weekend? We used to always talk about the Mondays, but tough bananas, boys. It's uh, <laughs> it's going to get us some uh, ratings and uh, we, we really don't care if that team is going to, Never win a game. Uh, because, no. well, the, uh, and, the, and the problem for the Eagles is it's an extra day for Philadelphia fans and radio hosts oh. to call for Nick Sirianni's job here. They have to they get the what? whole weekend of calling for his job. What happened to them? They are awful. What What was the who who beat them as bad as they wanted to with, uh, last weekend? Who was it? The Giants. Oh yeah, the Giants. That's right. Unless the Cardinals, you guys. Yeah. The Cardinals oh, yeah. beat them at home. Yeah, their defense is a train wreck. I, uh, I about seven weeks ago, well, they, I about seven weeks ago said that team is vastly overrated, and uh, and that wasn't exactly a bulletin, but uh, man alive, did they hit the skids! I, uh, you know, and they they made some moves during the season to shore up the defense too, didn't they? To uh, well, they they, they yeah. lost some defense. They lost a couple key defensive front players, but then they they have a they they drafted. I mean, they've they've shuffled some, but it wasn't supposed to be nearly this bad. They they promoted Matt Patricia and demoted their DC. When you promote Patricia, you deserve <laughs> what you get. He still got the pencil behind the ear. Does he oh. still have that? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right though. Uh, you know, Philadelphia is definitely the world's uh, jumping off point 50 some years ago for crazed sports talk radio with, uh, you know, everybody getting vile, you know, getting ripped just viciously. So I can only imagine what the whole, not sports talk radio, the whole uh, vibe now on, uh, on, uh, you know, more modern communication out there must be terrible. You know, one they, of the most fun shows in the in the old Mackie and Judd four hour tour. This is six years ago. 
when the Viking, you know, we, we had a lead up of kind of trash talk with Eagles fans and even like an Eagles radio host and stuff. And then the Eagles destroy the Vikings in the NFC championship game. And for four hours on that next Monday, Eagles fans were calling our show to just rub it in. Tell, and we, and we were like, yeah, I mean, what, what are we supposed to say? 38, yeah. seven. If, if, if your yeah. name is Angelo from South Philly, the phone lines are open. That wasn't the biggest Twin Cities media embarrassment that weekend, though. Mel Kuyper and whoever his partner had had me on, and I laughed at the idea that the Eagles even had a chance against this uh, (laughs) against this middle machine. They stink. The Vikings are going to name the score against those clowns, and then they come out there and because that didn't they beat the Giants like? four to three or something like that the week the weekend the same weekend the vikings were pulling off the minneapolis miracle that the eagles had it was the falcons they yeah, barely the falcons. got by the falcons the falcons had, almost beat them yeah the Julio one Jones of the worst games ever in low the scoring and yeah and nine to seven or some damn thing and i uh and then you, you saw this team and you said okay this is uh you pull one out like that, you got to be going to the Super Bowl, don't you? And what did the Vikings score first in that game? Did they, they did. Score they scored first in that game and gave up the next thirty-eight, uh, whatever it was. Was that uh, that was the beginning of the end for Zim? That one. Nick Foles was doing the skull chant. Oh yeah, at, at the center of the, the field, like <laughs> yeah. late in the fourth quarter, and all the fans started to do the skull chant to mock the Vikings. Is that one of the greatest phenomenons of of the NFL in years? Nick Foles coming in here and winning a shootout with Tom Brady in the Super Bowl. That's crazy. Throwing for four hundred some yards while Brady's Brady's losing to Nick Foles when he threw for five hundred. Did he throw for five hundred yards here in that in that it game? Was Wasn't it five hundred? It was a lot. It was it was yeah. a lot. And and then of course, I mean, this is where Philadelphia usually you would you would do that win a Super Bowl and then you get at least five years of a grace period if you're the head coach yeah. and the staff, right? Like two years later, after that, yeah. they fired. They fired, fired Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, but Doug might get himself fired at Jacksonville too. Though what they what they finished lose, lost about six of their last seven. They, they did. Game, it was they? a lot of it was so. Trevor Lawrence had had a high ankle sprain that he played mm-hmm. through. If you look at Trevor Lawrence's number, he was like an MVP candidate. Then the high mm-hmm. ankle sprain, and he was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. Yeah, that that's yeah. their baked in excuse. I'm sure. Did. Did they make the playoffs? They didn't make the no, playoffs. No, they whiffed. They, they whiffed. The whiffed. So, Pat, yeah, what's, even, what's even more incredible about the that Super Bowl being here is the four quarterbacks in those conference championship games were Brady, Blake Bortles, Case Keenum, Nick Foles. So it could have been a Case Keenum, Blake <laughs> yeah. Bortles Super Bowl. Oh, that one even would have been God. That should have been Brady's easiest. That should have been Brady yeah. and Belichick's easiest Super Bowl win, shouldn't it? It was uh, – uh, that's uh, – I believe that was the first NFL game I went to in the new stadium. I hadn't gone to a Viking game. I'd been in there for the prep bowl and other stuff, but I was boycotting the Viking game because it was too hard of work to get there. They had a subtown place. The game was a rumor up there, that auxiliary press box. Was anybody End else zone, there second deck. Anybody know what's going on down there? I, you know, I, I kept forgetting to look at the scoreboard. You know, I was trying to look at the field. I should have just been looking at the scoreboard where you could actually see what might be occurring. They had some, you know, there were there were planes right near.
near our head right outside. <laughs> we had flashing land. tower lights on, on our heads so <laughs> yeah, the planes wouldn't hit us. It was brutal, but God, what a game. And it was, uh, that was the game when they, uh, did they, in that game, was that the first, like, postseason that they, now all of a sudden they changed the, what was a touchdown rule in the end zone or something like the catch was rule. that? Was it? Yeah. They cleaned which, it up. By the way, which, by the way, in retrospect, they didn't really change that much. It was, but they made a big deal about it. They but changed you didn't it. Have to, you didn't have to roll over three times with the ball in your possession for it to be a touchdown. They changed it for that that game, and they told no one. That was the, the yeah. best part because that was the year where guys would like bobble the ball slightly, and 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 like two eagles on touchdowns yeah. completely bobbled the ball. And yeah. thank God they're like, oh, who cares? It's a touchdown. Yeah, let's go. That people are criticizing us for this, but uh, yeah, that's uh, that that is something that, that the way they went in the tank and uh, Jalen Hurts at the that the halfway through the year was going to be the MVP, right? They're one yeah. of the, one of the candidates. And... Oh, that's bad. Okay, yeah. I got a hot take. Oh, who'd you rather go. have, Jalen Hurts or J- Justin Fields? Jalen Hurts. I think it's really? Jalen Hurts, but it's it's is that a lot. Closer it's a fair. It is a, it is a fair speculative question compared to a year ago. It is a fair. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So I mean, Fields. Fields. I think what you would say about Fields is. Was he really set up from the get-go? He kind of started off with there was no weapons at first. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying he'd be an MVP, but you can no. make it. There's a lot of smart people that point to, like, some of the scheme stuff. But, yeah, they're both, man. I mean, they they benched Hurts at halftime of that Giants game. And I and I, correct me if I'm wrong, but they were still playing for the division at the time. They were still playing for seeding. And they said, our best chance to come back in this game is Marcus Mariota, not Jalen Yeah. Hurts. Is that where is that the backup? I following yeah. him around is uh, not easy. Where the where the hell's he been? Sometimes these guys, some <laughs> guys they they go to their backup and you say, oh, that's where he had the guy who was gonna. I mean, think of all the heat that uh, teams were taking uh, back when Mariota first emerged. Why didn't we draft Mariota instead of this other guy? You know, everybody wanted him, and then he turned out to be a fraud too. So. Yeah. Yeah, you know what's a very difficult position to satisfy the uh, the masses? Quarterback in the NFL, they uh, they will now. Mahomes is getting criticized this year for not playing as well as he uh, has in the past. Well, the fact that he's throwing to Declan and Judd and you doesn't help him. But, uh, well, and now, did you see what the forecast is as of right now for that Dolphins yeah. Chiefs game? It's it's. It's projected to be colder than the Seahawks Vikings playoff game at TCF Bank wow. Stadium. So below yeah. zero temperatures with 30 degree uh, below wind chills in that oh, game. The and NFL that's my, the Miami Dolphins are coming up for that weather. Good luck. The, the NFL loves those. That's why they always put Green Bay in in not only what's if if Green Bay was home this weekend, it would be a night game, right? Mm-hmm. If yeah. they were homeless, they'd love the night. Let let these poor bastards freeze their rear end off, and we'll get better ratings. Frostbite is a small price to pay for people yes. tuning in out of curiosity what frostbite will do to a human. Was Favre's last game in the Green Bay the frozen oh, right. loss? Yeah, right? against Tom yes, Coughlin's in, cheeks. Yeah, In yeah. which he wanted out of that game like nobody's business, too. <laughs> Brett Favre had no interest in playing in that game. 
Where's our big winter storm? I thought we were supposed to have, I was going to wake up. First of all, it was two in the morning. Now it was six in the morning. Now it's five in the afternoon. We might get some snow. I don't. uh, It's crazy. I I mean, even if it gets really, really bad between now and the middle of March or April, we've dodged two months of potential catastrophes, right? It's it's fantastic. Unless you own a ski resort, then you might not like it. But uh, it's, it's, it's been fantastic. But yeah, the NFL, I guess. Yeah, you know, I just I kind of check in and out. There's not the only team I'm worried about. I I hope the Lions win. I'm I'm hoping the Lions win. I'm hoping they have a little run here because I mean, uh, 57 to now. Let's see, that's 43, 66 years of suffering. Is 67 years of suffering enough? Isn't it? They should they? Yeah, but they it's always get, it's always hard when in any sport when you've got that the narrative team, right? You know, it's yeah. Like baseball wasn't the same when the Cubs won the World Series. No, no that's it's true. Like everyone's paradigm shifted, and you, yeah, like, the Red Sox went from uh, hey, amazing, let's make a movie about this to uh, cheap, cheap SOBs. Why don't they spend more money in trying to compete? <laughs> you know, they're getting killed at home for not trying to compete with the Yankees and stuff. So it, yeah, the Red Sox even more than the Cubs, I think, screwed up the screwed up the narrative of, uh, you know, of, 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 that's why I say you guys got the t-shirts, you know, before you die, the whole thing before I die. I'm not, I'm, I hope they keep this going, the Vikings. And I think will they you will. be a little angry on your deathbed. If the year before the Vikings, were oh, like, it would I... be terrible. Yeah. Be terrible. <laughs> be terrible. I think it's, I think it's something we can, Put our arms around. It's, it's if Pat, practice. if Pat is in a hospital in the third quarter of a Super Bowl, and it's yeah. and the the, Vi- the Vikings are up by twenty one points, and Pat's you know he's hanging by a thread. You just just pull the plug on Pat before the game's over. Is what he's saying. I want to go out like uh, the old columnist. Uh, what was the great columnist before Lee Montville? There, uh, uh, he was a real wordsmith. God dang it, my my memory is so terrible, but. He, uh, you know, he'd written about the Red Sox for 50 years, a great writer and not not a typical crazed Red Sox writer. You know, he was great, but uh, he was on his deathbed dying and he was in and out of consciousness. And uh, Montville was there with him. He and Montville were big buddies and uh, and the Red Sox, he, he woke up and he watched a, a few few a few minutes and that was when the red sox guy got hit in the head and the ball went over the fence was it juan benitez i can't remember who it was but but somebody the outfielder the ball out in right field it hit him on top of the head and went went uh over his went over the fence and he got a big smile on his face and died <laughs> you know, the last the last the last thing he saw was a Red Sox using Red Sox player using his head to knock a ball over the fence in Fenway. That's the way I want to go out. I want to go out with the Vikings. I want to go out on Super Bowl Sunday with somebody dropping a pass in the end zone to lose the game. That'd be great. You a be strip a big, sack fumble big, going the other yeah, way. Right. Kirk Cousins getting strip sacked and everybody picks it up and says, you know, or Kirk, how about just Kirk? Throwing it under the sticks on fourth down in the Super Bowl when you're gonna win the game. When you got when you got a chance to win the game, that'd be great. Man. That's, that's, that's just you just you see the three yard pass and your eyes roll roll back in your head. 
Yeah. All right, Lord. Take He's me. now top five. Kirk is now top five NFL quarterback. Oh, the, yeah. Uh, we yeah, we kind of touched on this with you the yeah, other day, we but, we had, but we had to go. But but it is amazing. We had we had a listener last week send a pretty perfect summation of if you're a cousin's crusader, this yeah. is perfect for you because you now always get to talk about the hypothetical Super Bowl and MVP the Vikings would have won in 2023 <laughs> yeah, if right. Kirk hadn't but gotten hurt were, in Green Bay. They were on the cusp this year, weren't they? That They were right oh. there on the cusp, man. It was, if only Kirk, uh, you know, we would have repeated. I know they started one and four, but they would have finished 13 and four if Kirk hadn't gotten, yeah. you know, they, would, they wouldn't have lost the red. They would have been another 13 and four. What's wrong with you people? If, you know, if if uh, everybody else wasn't uh, kind of going the same uh, theory, I'd, uh, I, you know, LaBelle wrote a column about it and stuff that uh, they should go in another direction. My uh, my theory on this would be he's overrated. Shut up. Let him let's move on from this guy. He's over. He gets, as I said yesterday, he can get you a field goal from the eight yard line better than anybody in the league. First down on the eight. You're, it's about 50-50 whether you're going to score a touchdown or kick a field goal. Yeah, Greg, and don't Joseph, you have to, Greg Joseph loves him. You know? <laughs> He's patting Greg Joseph's stats. Yes. But don't you have to look to, in any in any individual year, you can make any number of excuses going back to Washington, right? You could just pick out a year and say, oh, the defense was bad that year. Yeah. Or the offensive line had a guy that was bad or, or whatever it is. But if you take a 10-year career, for the people that think Kirk is an MVP, that he's a top five mm-hmm. quarterback, he's the unluckiest quarterback of all time. Can you name another great quarterback in your time watching football that over the course of 10 years, they didn't get to the third round of the, like they didn't get to the championship game. They, he's yeah. never come close to an NFC championship game. So I don't, no. I don't. And uh, you know, last year's playoff loss to the giants is when in retrospect is one of the most embarrassing ever because they got, Beat the next week in Philly by 38-0, something like that. And then they opened this season and got beat 40-0. So the next two games they played, they got beat 78 to nothing or 78 to seven. And we got beat by them at home. Yeah. And of course, like, well, the defense shouldn't have given up 30 points to Daniel Jones, this, that, and the other. Sure. Like, that's a, of course. But maybe the offense can jump out to a lead (laughs) and dagger somebody, too. Anyway. Anyway. uh, What, uh, uh, that's the meanwhile the weekend we got to find out if the uh, gulfs are uh, the gulfs i tell you i was reading marcus's story today we've created a dynasty here with these minnesota players <laughs> I, think it's we're a little, I think we're getting a little ahead of ourselves but it's been turned around eight championships <laughs> coming in a row you're, yep you're three and one uh, with these Minnesota guys, okay, yeah, it's 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 okay, but uh, you know, Wisconsin's got as many Minnesota guys as you do, and they're leading the Big Ten, right? <laughs> that's that, that's one of the great transformations in my long career. We used to look at, you know, when Mussey first came back in the seventies, and then for a while after that, Wisconsin, you looked at for twenty years as a win, you know, yeah. you were, you knew you were better than Wisconsin. How did, it's amazing the the run that Wisconsin basketball has gone on since uh, the early nineties. Cause they used to be chumps, complete chumps. Football now, too, uh, now they got, huh? Football too. Same thing. 
Yeah. They yeah. were awful in football as well. Yeah, they. Uh, I, I've, I've told the story that uh, I was over there when they were, I think it was Goody and Don Morton in a big shootout at the end of the year. And I was I was doing a piece on Don Morton trying to survive uh, with the um, with the option offense down there. And I was walking with him through their this trophy room they had. I was walking with him and there were people in there looking at it and they saw him come through there. They turned their heads and went over to the other side of the room. They wouldn't even give him a hello, Don. I said, yeah, he might not be around here much longer. And he was gone like at the yeah. end of the day. But the fans going, oh, you know, it was, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was, they, that, that was maybe the worst college football game I ever covered. They had about 22,000 people in Camp Randall and the Gophers and Goody, Goody and him battling it out, man, to see who was going to get fired first. It was a, it was a beauty. Yeah. Hey, Pat, before we, uh, before we send you off into the weekend, tell the audience where they should be car shopping in the next couple of weeks. You know, the snow is hitting at uh, now 5 p.m. You still have time to get out to Jim and Brett Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers. Get that snow plowing SUV that's going <laughs> to, while the rest of us are sliding around in our in our other vehicles, you can get a, yourself a nice Buick SUV and be beating the, beating the snow by 6 p.m. tonight. Get out there. Uh, the Paul boys, uh Valley Group of GM dealers, uh, Apple Valley and uh, Hastings. Uh, as I keep saying, I've written, I've driven, I've purchased my last five or six cars from them. I have relatives driving a truck and an SUV that was purchased there. Uh, Reavers, Reavers is a proud owner of uh, SUV from uh, the Apple Valley uh, store. So Jim Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers right now, prices are really good. Interest rates are good. Uh, if you qualify and dang your everybody will. So uh, go out there and uh, check them out. Jim Paul's Valley Group of GM dealers, Brett Paul's Valley Group of Hastings and Apple Valley. I uh, keep going back to them. There must be a reason for that. Yeah, there it is. All right, Royce Unchained on this Friday. Enjoy your super wild card weekend, sir. Super wild card weekend. Yeah, I, uh, which which game should I watch? What's our game of the week? What's the best one to watch? If you can only pick one game, I think it has to be Rams-Lions. Matthew Stafford Rams-Lions. going going back to the house that Matthew Stafford built. Go Lions. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm all for the Honolulu Blue. I want to see him make a little run here, so. All right. That, we'll see what plus, happens. it's always fun to see the crazy man on the sideline. So, it's, and his shirt sleeves wanting to fight everybody. It's great. His oh. red nose. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Jets. See you, Pat. Go, uh, right. go Blazers. Let's see. Let's make it a little more respectable tonight than <laughs> lose by six. You know, they get they they got a good chance to lose back to back games by a total of over a hundred points if they don't show up tonight. That'd be something. Boy. It'd be great. That's right. sixty two points. All right. See you, Pat. Yeah, Royce Unchained right. here on Score North, the Score North YouTube channel as well.